الحمد لله الذي هدانا لهذا وما كنا لنهتدي لولا ان هدانا الله الحمد لله الذي ارسل رسوله بالهدى ودين الحق بشيرا ونذيرا وداعيا الى الله باذنه سراجا منيرا واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان سيدنا محمدا عبده ورسوله وصفي الله من خلقه وحبيبه وامام الانبياء وسيد المرسلين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا اما بعد فيا عباد الله اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون I began by praising Allah and repeating my praise upon Allah who sent Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam as our guide and if it wasn't for God's guidance none of us would be guided I bear witness that there is one God alone and I bear witness that Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam is the final messenger sent by God to guide humanity I advise myself first and you to be conscious of God and to only die in a state of Islam as Muslims. Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, "Inna Allaha faliqul habbi wan nawa yukhrijul hayya min al-mayyiti wa mukhrijul mayyiti min al-hayy. Dhalikumullahu fa'anna tu'fakun." Indeed, Allah is the cleaver of the grain and the seeds, and he brings the living out of the dead. and he brings death out of the living that is god how are you confused allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this ayah talks about a seed and a grain being brought out and being brought to life bringing life from the dead in its physical form today i want to speak about reviving our spiritual lives allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says inna allaha faliqul habbi wan nawa يخرج الحي من الميت ومخرج الميت من الحي ذلكم الله فانا تؤفكون indeed god is the cleaver the opener of the grain and the seed he brings the living out of dead and he brings death out of the living that is allah how are you deluded of the many beauties of the quran one of the beautiful aspects of the quran is that all of its legitimate meanings are encompassed in every verse in every ayah so the verse is literal and it is a metaphor metaphorically it's talking about people like you and me who were dead spiritually and we were brought to life just as the quran speaks to us directly the revelation continues to speak to each generation that it encounters and it spoke directly to the generation of the companions it told them you were on the edge of hell and he joined your hearts the verse is wa'tasimu bihablillahi jami'an wa la tafarraqu wadhkuru ni'matallahi 'alaykum id kuntum a'da'an fa'allafa bayna qulubikum fa'asbahtum bi ni'matihi ikhwana وكنتم على شفا حفره من النار فانقذكم منها كذلك يبين الله لكم اياته لعلكم تهتدون and hold fast together to the rope of god and do not separate and remember allah's favor upon you 
how you were enemies and he made friendship between your hearts so that you became like brothers or sisters by his grace. And you were on the brink of hell, of destruction, and he saved you from it. And so God makes clear his revelation to you that haply you may be guided. This was revealed to the companions directly through Prophet Muhammad And since all legitimate meanings are included, it is also telling us that we were on the brink of hell and Allah saved us. And that, like the Sahaba, we have a chance to reconnect to our link to God, to our rope to God. But so often, our daily lives become auto-repeated, mundane, rote, and so we forget. And so we have been given chance and chance and chance again to wake up and to bring us back to life. And soon another chance will be upon us that we need to begin to prepare for from now. It is only some 90 days away. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu kutiba alaykum usiyamu kama kutiba ala ladhina min qablikum la'allakum tattaqoon. O you who believe. Fasting is ordained for you as it was prescribed upon those who came before you so that you might become conscious of God. Ramadan is a time of returning. The entire day is spent in worship, a breaking of habits. This past 12 months have been a break in our collective societal habits and for many of us, our personal habits. At the changing of the year, many of us committed again to become better in this new year by changing habits and by moving into better habits. I don't know what this coming Ramadan will look like, but I do know that we need to begin to prepare for it. When the Messenger came to the companions, he came to them and he didn't ask them to lose their humanness. They were not transformed into angels. They were fully human. But they broke their habitual ghafla. They broke their habitual heedlessness. They broke that state where they forgot. And they became people who were always remembering God. But they were still fully human. The Sahaba were described by God. الَّذِينَ يَذْكُرُونَ اللَّهَ قِيَامًا وَقْعُودًا وَعَلَى جُنُوبِهِمْ وَيَتَفَكَّرُونَ فِي خَلْقِ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ رَبَّنَا مَا خَلَقْتَ هَذَا بَاطِلًا سُبْحَانَكَ those who remember God when they are standing and when they are sitting and when they are lying on their sides. Despite their constant remembrance of God, of Allah in everything, in everything that they did, with every step that they took, they were fully human. A man came to Sayyidina Umar's home and he knocked on the door because he had a problem in his own family with his family, that he wanted to speak to Sayyidina Umar. And when he knocked on the door, he heard through the door Umar's wife yelling at him. And so the man realized he was interrupting something private, so that after he knocked, he turned to leave. Sayyidina Umar lived a fully human life. He was married, and they had issues, they argued, and they put up with each other. But they were all Sahaba, and among the family, they were daughters of the Prophet wasallam, and many great women who were worshippers of God in every way, but still lived a fully 
fully human life in this world. The Prophet ﷺ didn't ask for people to no longer be human. What we are called to do is to temper our lower instincts and align ourselves with the prophetic model of behavior and grab on to that model, to grab on to our rope to God, to Allah. This is the chance that Ramadan affords us again. It is a chance that each new year offers us yet again. It is a chance that each new day offers us, and even each breath. Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu was lying down in the masjid, upset about something that had occurred in his home. So he, Sayyidina Ali, took refuge to relax at the mosque. And the Prophet came in, so Sayyidina Ali stood up out of respect. The Prophet came to him, dusted him off, and he heard Ali complain about his wife. His wife, who was Sayyidati Fatima, the beloved daughter of the Prophet And the Prophet listened, and he just told him, very gently, go back to your home. The Prophet accepted their humanness. Sayyidina Ali put up with Sayyidati Fatima's humanness, and Sayyidati Fatima put up with Sayyidina Ali's humanness. And yet, all of these people were friends of God, awliya Allah, not because they were angels, but because they were fully human, following the humanness of Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu kutiba alaykum usiyamu kama kutiba alalladheena min qablikum la'allakum tattakoon. O you who believe, you have been ordered to fast as those who came before you were ordered so that you might become conscious of God, mindful of God. Ramadan is about 94 days away. It is another chance for us to connect to our religion and for our religion, our connection to God, to permeate the entire life we live. We live in a society that has as a premise that religion should not interfere with our general society. Call it secularism or call it separation of church and state. It is a belief that we should leave our religious beliefs behind, leave them at the door of our home as we walk out and go to work in society. When people are asked to split themselves up and compartmentalize their whole, it leads to real problems. It can lead to mental problems like extremism, either against religions, in the case of extreme secularism or extreme fascism, or it can lead to extremism within a particular religion or belief set. Because when people are forced to either follow their ethics, their moral guiding, their religious beliefs, and limit their cultural participation, or leave some of your values behind and integrate, people become unbalanced and turn to extremes in either action or belief. And you can see this with certain people. When their religion is something that is compartmentalized and put into a small box, they often become unbalanced. And their religion becomes unbalanced itself when you try to separate out worshipping God from living a life that is complete and pleasing to God. Ramadan is for us a chance to embrace our religion in all of its aspects of our life. When we fast, we do everything in a state of worship. When we go to work when we're fasting, in the middle of work, we are actively worshipping. 
during Ramadan when we are talking to our friends, we are actively worshiping by the fact that we are fasting. Fasting in Ramadan allows our religion to permeate all aspects of our life and it balances us. Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu kutiba alaykum usiyamu kama kutiba ala alladhina min qablikum la'allakum tattaqoon. O you who believe, fasting has been prescribed for you as it was prescribed for those who came before you so that you might become mindful of God in order that you might remain conscious of God, not in order that you might become angelic, not so that you lose your humanness, but that you control your humanness and not let it control you. This Ramadan, we have that chance, and we have that chance throughout the year, alhamdulillah, in order that you become conscious of God and become like the Sahaba, like Sayyidati Fatima radiallahu anha and the others, we need to grab on. وَاَعْتَسِمُوا بِحَبْلِ اللَّهِ جَمِيهُمْ وَلَا تَفَرَّقُوا وَاذْكُرُوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ عَلَيْكُمْ We need to grab on to the rope of Allah together, all of us, and not split apart. And remember the blessings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us people who really remember the blessings that we've been given. And may he make us people who use those blessings to turn back to him and, and, and walk the path of piety and walk the path of goodness in this religion, in our society, in whatever state we're in. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, people who believe, people who are connected to each other and to him, and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us all. I am Murtaza Najmuddin on behalf of the Islamic Society of the Niagara Peninsula. I wish you all Jumma Mubarak. Assalamu alaikum.